Listen to one of this year's top true crime podcasts. Unknown Subject, Season 3 of WTOP's American Nightmare podcast is out now on all podcast platforms. Through some of these cameras, it uh, looks like traffic is flowing. Uh, during our last report, I was mentioning how traffic was still being detoured. It seems to be the case there. I'm seeing a slight slowdown just as you make your way into the Roslyn Tunnel. So if anything, it might be the case that you're getting detoured onto Langston and brought back onto Glebe Road. But again, cameras I'm looking at, traffic is flowing. So even if you're detoured, it should not add much time to your drive. Northbound 95 looks like the accident scene is still out there uh, involving the tractor trailer. A single lane of traffic is all that's getting by over on the right with delays back towards Aquia. Quick look over at the eastern shore. Looks like things are improving, though still very slow. Westbound, Ocean Gateway 50, running nicely since all lanes are open again, but uh, the uh, detour point from earlier is what's jammed up. Centerville Road northbound and 301 westbound headed through Queenstown. Very, very slow going so far. TOP Traffic Center presented by Window Nation. Pay no interest for five years on your new windows. Visit windownation.com. Carlos Ramirez, WTOP Traffic. Let's get our forecast now from 7 News First Alert Meteorologist. Steve Rudin. Peaks of sunshine moving through the remainder of the afternoon. Mild temperatures, mid-50s to around 60. We're dry this evening, partly mostly cloudy skies overnight. 40s early tomorrow morning, around 50 tomorrow with a chance for a few showers. Cooler on Saturday in the 40s. I'm 7 News meteorologist Steve Rudin in the First Alert Weather Center. We've got clouds still 58 in Sterling, 55 at the wharf in D.C. and Oxon Hill coming in at 57 degrees at 359. This is WTOP News. Facts matter. This hour of news is sponsored by Lido Pizza. Lido Pizza never cuts corners. Good afternoon, I'm Ann Kramer. Coming up... Where D.C. isn't assessing crime-fighting policies citywide amid a surge in violent crimes being committed. I'm Mike Marillo. Why one local school system is cautioning employees about their social media posts. I'm Grace Newton. A deadly crash in Loudoun County involving Commanders players has now led to a $25 million lawsuit. Virginia reporting its first child death that's related to the flu this season. Developing news related to some states trying to keep Donald Trump off the ballot in 2024. We'll talk about it at 415 with Politico's global editor-in-chief, John Harris. It's 4 o'clock. This is CBS News on the Hour, presented by Indeed.com. I'm Matt Piper. Haley in the hot seat. Republican presidential hopeful Nikki Haley did not mention slavery when asked yesterday about the cause of the Civil War. The person who asked the question expressed surprise, and some of her rivals have come out swinging today. Now a backtrack of sorts, as CBS's Nicole Skanga reports. President Biden retweeted a clip of the video saying simply, it was about slavery. Haley, who served as governor of South Carolina, worked to spin her answer during another stop in New Hampshire Thursday morning. I guess if you grow up in the South, it's a given that it's about slavery. To me, it was about but freedom. What do you do? It's, it's bigger than slavery. That was such a stain on our history. But what do you take from it going forward? Haley has emerged as one of the leading challengers to former President Donald Trump, who remains the frontrunner for the GOP nomination. The Colorado Republican Party has asked the Supreme Court to reinstate Donald Trump on the primary ballot, officially dragging the top court into that fight. Meantime, in Maine, a decision is expected any day now in response to three petitions challenging former President Trump's ballot eligibility. CBS News legal contributor Jessica Levinson. She heard arguments about eligibility, and that's why these challenges went to her, because she's going to be the one to make the at least initial assessment as to whether or not former President Trump can appear on that state's primary election ballot. Mexican and U.S. officials have agreed to work together more closely 
to tackle record migration at the border. That from joint statements from both governments a day after high-level talks on stemming record numbers. American Paul Whelan, holed up in a Russian prison for five years, says he fears being left behind a third time. WTOP's J.J. Green spoke to the 53-year-old ex-Marine. When Paul Whelan was arrested, the Russian government asked President Trump to trade convicted foreign agent Maria Butina, convicted arms dealer Victor Boot, and convicted drug smuggler Konstantin Yaroshenko for Whelan. He refused. Once President Biden took over, the same requests were made. But by that time, Trevor Reed and and Brittany Griner were in the mix, and he said the Russians decided to change strategies. And the Russians decided, well, we'll work out deals, you know, with these two lower-level cases, and we'll ask for more for uh, Paul. He says the Russians are continually changing their request. The world population grew by 75 million people, or just under 1% over the past year. And on New Year's Day, it will stand at more than 8 billion people. That, according to figures just released by the U.S. Census Bureau, which adds that the U.S. added 1.7 million people this year. The S&P 500 was this close to setting a record as the markets closed just now. It did not happen. This is CBS News. You don't need a job platform. You need a hiring partner. Indeed lets you schedule and conduct virtual interviews all from one place. Start at Indeed.com slash credit. It's 4.03 on December 28th. 56 degrees going down to the 40s later on tonight. Good afternoon, I'm Nick Ainelli. The top local stories we're following this hour. D.C. is going to end the year with the highest number of homicides in 20 years, with 271 as of today. It comes as the city is struggling to get a handle on an overall 39% rise in violent crime over last year. Well, no one wants to see the year-end numbers be up. D.C. City Administrator Kevin Donahue. We saw a real jump in robberies that we needed to tackle to go along with a stubborn number around gun crime. He says work does continue to assess the many initiatives that are out there to curb crime to see which one should stay. That will be entirely led by uh, what we see works most effectively. And which should go. He says the city is halfway through the process and the next proposed budget from the mayor will reveal the results. He says he believes it isn't confusion over having many policies in the city that led to an increase in violent crime. Instead, he says it was a result of a long-term strain on the environment, including fewer police officers on patrol and the COVID-19 slowdown on the court system. Mike Marillo, WTOP News. The Montgomery County Public School System has a warning for employees about what they post online. The district is strongly urging employees to watch what they say on social media, saying in an email to make sure it aligns with the system's values. The Jewish Community Relations Council of the Greater Washington Area Associate Director Gila Franklin Siegel says what a teacher posts online can impact children in school. That is not something that that teacher can keep separate from their work life. It will be seen immediately. It will go viral. And how can a Jewish child, especially an Israeli child, be expected to sit in that teacher's classroom? The Montgomery County Education Association issued a letter saying they believe the school system's decision to publicly condemn the teacher's actions before completing an investigation violates their due process. Grace Newton, WTOP News. A $25 million lawsuit has been filed in Loudoun County, claiming that three members of the Washington commanders were racing on a remote road in 2021. It caused the crash that killed Olivia Peters, who'd been dating one of the players at the time. The Loudoun Times-Mirror reports that the lawsuit was filed on behalf of Peters' mother. It names DeShazer Everett, who was released from the team after the crash, along with Jamin Davis and Benjamin St. Just, both of whom still play for the Commanders. 
The lawsuit claims the defendants were aware that they were driving recklessly and speeding. A spokesperson for the commanders wouldn't comment on the lawsuit, and an attorney for Everett could not be reached. Ten men have been arrested after a local sting operation targeting child predators. We hoped that no one would interact with our undercover detectives, but they did. Fairfax County Police Chief Kevin Davis says detectives interacted with the men on a number of online platforms and apps. He said detectives told the suspects they were children, either 13 or 14 years old. We had a surveillance team set up at the agreed-upon location. The meeting location, each and every case, we safely took the suspects into custody. The ages of the men range from 22 to 44. Most are from Northern Virginia. Chief Davis and other investigators say parents should be carefully monitoring their kids' online behavior and talking with them about what's safe and what's not. Shana Stulen, WTOP News. Virginia's health department has announced the state's first pediatric death related to the flu for the current flu season. The child, who's between the ages of 5 and 12, lives in the eastern part of Virginia, During last flu season, the state reported five flu-related deaths among kids. Health officials urge everybody six months and older to get a yearly flu vaccine. As 2023 comes to a close, we've seen little to snow snow once again, and snow lovers have long said that the D.C. area gets less snow than nearby areas, even those that are south of D.C. Our standards are very low at this point, since we didn't have any snow last season and very little a couple seasons before. ABC7 meteorologist Steve Rudin says there are good reasons there's less snow downtown. We have a lot of concrete, we have a lot of buildings, we have a lot of traffic. But for the entire region, over time, he thinks we do get our share. And when we have El Nino years, it on average turns out to be perhaps a little bit snowier. He does think we'll get some snow moving into February. Is it going to be a blockbuster kind of snowstorm year? No one can tell, but we will know sooner rather than later. Neil Loggenstein, WTLP News. Coming up after traffic and weather in Money News. One D.C. shopping destination ranks among the priciest for rent. I'm Jeff Glabel. It's 408. Michael and Son's heating tune-up for only $59. Michael and Son. Traffic and weather on the 8s to the traffic center in Carlos Ramirez. Thank you so very much. And, you know, it's been a very busy afternoon already. Haven't really gotten to talk too much about some of your normal delays. We'll take a quick look around the Beltway now. Outer Loop, you got delays starting off from about uh, 355 all the way across the American Legion Bridge down to a crawl. But I'm not seeing any accident scenes right now. Inner Loop of the Beltway in Virginia headed to Maryland. Similar story from the Dulles Toll Road up towards the American Legion Bridge and traffic from the GW Parkway trying to get onto the Beltway looking rough as well. Now, I did tell you about how 66 is running way better now. Sounds like the closure may still be in place, but it is a relatively quick detour. You'll be running 66 West, likely detoured there at Langston Boulevard, brought back onto Glebe Road. Just be careful. Eastbound 66, oh, bit of a slowdown coming out of the Roslyn Tunnel, headed towards the Roosevelt Bridge, likely a crash there. I'll hunt it down for you. Southbound GW Parkway, might be some activity there headed towards 395. In fact, you got delays as folks try to get onto northbound 395 from southbound GW Parkway. Inbound 395 looking rough. You got delays from the Pentagon all the way over towards the 3rd Street Tunnel. No crashes yet, but if you see it before we do, 
866-304-WTOP. Northbound 95. Now, I told you about the crash near 234 with the tractor trailer. Single right lane getting you by with delays back towards Aquia. But now we've got a second crash. Northbound right after the exit for Stafford. Looks like the left side is blocked. They're mostly over on the shoulder, but not much of a shoulder there, so that left lane is very crowded. Outer loop of the Beltway, slow towards the Wilson Bridge. Inner loop, slow from Route 50 down towards Central Avenue. Heard about some debris in the roadway on the outer loop near Georgia. Doesn't look like it's there any longer, but be careful. And finally, northbound 3, Crane Highway, crash likely still there near St. Stephen's Church Road, so do watch out for it. Want to test an electric car? Well, plug into fitsmall.com and find your electric ride today. Check out the Subaru Solterra, Hyundai Ionic, or the Toyota BZ4X. Fitsmall.com. That's the Fitz way. Carlos Ramirez, WTOP Traffic. And the forecast with 7 News. First alert meteorologist Steve Rudin. As we move through the remainder of the afternoon, a nice mix of sunning clouds and temperatures well above where they should be considering the time of year. We're in the mid-50s to around 60 degrees. Clouds will stick around overnight. We do stay dry. Temperatures in the 40s early tomorrow morning. A few scattered showers on your Friday, not going to amount to a whole lot. Highs around 50. Winds will increase on Saturday. Gusts upwards of 20 to 25 miles per hour. Highs will be in the middle to upper 40s, near 50 on Sunday. I'm 7 News Meteorologist Steve Rudin in the First Alert Weather Center. Temperatures in the mid to upper 50s. Now it is 58 in Springfield, 56 in Laurel, 56 and partly cloudy outside of our studios. Brought to you by Long Fence. Save 25% on long fence decks, pavers, and fences. Six months, no payment, no interest financing. Terms and conditions apply. Go to longfence.com. Money news at 10 and 40 past the hour. Here's Jeff Claybaugh. Nick, mortgage rates continue a rapid pullback now, ending the year at the lowest level since May. Freddie Max says the average rate on a 30-year fix fell to 6.6% this week. That's about where 30-year rates were a year ago. The drop in rates is getting more buyers out, but there's not enough in the market to buy. The National Association of Realtors says contracts signed to buy an existing home in November were unchanged from October, despite a noticeable increase in showings. Georgetown ranked as one of the priciest retail districts for retail rent in the U.S. this year. Number 17 on Cushman and Wakefield's America's List. Manhattan's Fifth Avenue topped the list. Average retail rent in Fifth Avenue is 12 times what it is in Georgetown, $2,000 a square foot. Fifth Avenue is followed by Madison Avenue, Rodeo Drive, and New York's Soho. There is now just one trading day left in the year for Wall Street as the markets struggle to just barely reach another record high. The S&P 500 index finished the day up two points, shy of a record. The Dow up 54 the Nasdaq lost four points. Jeff Clable, WTOP News. This report is sponsored by Whole Foods Market. Get produce at Whole Foods Market. Shop avocados from Mexico and get three large Haas avocados for $5 with Prime through January 2nd. While supplies last, shop in-store or online. Terms apply. Coming up, some developing news related to states trying to keep Donald Trump off the 2024 ballot. It's 413. Do you have a vehicle that belonged to a departed loved one? Honor their memory this holiday season by donating it to Melwood. Donating supports Melwood's job training programs for people with disabilities in your area. Carrying on your loved one's legacy in a meaningful way. Donate today and have your car picked up as early as tomorrow. To get started, call 1-877-MELWOOD or visit melwood.org forward slash radio. That's 1-877-MELWOOD. 
or melwood.org forward slash radio. The much anticipated Washington, D.C. Auto Show returns to the Washington Convention Center Friday, January 19th through Sunday, January 28th. Auto manufacturers showcase their latest models. Indoor and outdoor ride and drives provide the ultimate automotive experience. And tailored pavilions with new features promise to deliver fresh and thrilling fun. Make plans for the whole family and immerse yourself in the world of cars and future mobility at the Washington, D.C. Auto Show January 19th through 28th. Tickets at WashingtonAutoShow.com. Looking for what's new? Supercharge your driving experience with Buyer Volvo Cars. Is your current car not conducting itself well? Well, stop tasing it. Our electrifying lineup will make sure you're never left in a lurch or low on hertz. Why go on a terminal trip when Volvo's dynamic electric options can amplify your journey? It's not just a phase, and we're leading the charge. Own your way to Buyer Volvo. With us, every trip is a positively charged adventure. You won't resist our electrifying deals. They're more than shocking. Still alternating? Let's illuminate things. Buyer's deals are so magnetic, they'll attract even the most polarized of car enthusiasts. From our battery of options to our sparking services, we've got the amps to energize your capacitors. Join the current trend. At Buyer Volvo, we're wired differently. Why settle for static when you can be electric? Buyer Volvo cars, charging the way to a brighter drive with outlets in Dulles, Falls Church, Winchester, and BuyerVolvoCars.com. The power's out at our house. Ah, coffee table. But since our family has storm-ready Wi-Fi from Xfinity, we can stream or game in the dark. Oh, who moved the couch? So that's what we're doing right now, in fact, is I try and feel around for a seat. Ah, here we go. Oh, cactus? Can I get a little help over here? Yeah, bro, just let me finish this boss battle. Sure, go ahead. Medic! Now you can get fast, reliable internet on the Xfinity 10G network and get storm-ready Wi-Fi when you upgrade, so you can stay connected for up to four hours, even when the power goes out. Only from Xfinity. Go to Xfinity.com, call 1-800-XFINITY, or visit a store today. Restrictions apply. Storm-ready Wi-Fi limited to customers within range of 4G LTE cellular signal. Speeds reduce to 30 slash 7 megabits per second. Actual speeds vary. For more details, visit Xfinity.com slash storm-ready. Washington's top news, WTOP. Facts matter. It's 4.15. I'm Nick Ionelli. Thanks for being with us. Campaign 2024 on WTOP for following developments related to efforts in some states to keep Donald Trump off the 2024 ballot. The latest action coming in Michigan and Colorado. Political Global Editor-in-Chief John Harris joined us on WTOP to talk about it with us. Talk about where things stand for Donald Trump and also where things stand for House Republicans investigating Hunter Biden. President Trump is actually uh, the legal consensus is that he's uh, probably got the upper hand on his efforts to be on the ballot in all states. Of course, Colorado earlier this month said he's off the ballot, but we certainly expect that to go to the Supreme Court. And most legal experts we talk to at Politico say that they expect that to be overturned. The notion that the Constitution prohibits him from being on the election, on the ballot, because he engaged in an insurrection in January 6th, 2021. And today, speaking of Colorado, uh, we're hearing that the Republican Party is actually taking action in Colorado as it relates to this. Is that correct? 
That's right. And of course, Colorado in recent years has not been much of a swing state. Democrats have had a pretty strong grip at the statewide level. But I think Republicans perceive, and there's some evidence for this in polling, that this is actually a good argument for Donald Trump to be having. His supporters are saying, look, Democrats are saying Trump's a threat to democracy. They're responding to that by saying people can't vote for him. He's off the ballot. So they think they've got both the upper hand on the political and the legal battle on this question of does Donald Trump deserve ballot access? Speaking of political and legal battles, let's take a look at Congress, where House Republicans are saying they're investigating whether President Biden tried to obstruct Hunter Biden's cooperation with committee impeachment inquiries. What are the Republicans alleging here and where could this investigation go in the near future? Well, Hunter Biden said, look, I'm not going to testify or respond to a congressional subpoena unless I can do it in public. You guys want me to do it first in private or, and then past practice has been some of the details of this are leaked out. So he says, no, nope, I'm not going unless it's public. And he did say that he shared this strategy with his father before making the statement. They say, aha, that gives us something to investigate. We want all the documents and any insight into internal deliberations as to whether President Biden was behind uh, what they're claiming. I mean, is obstruction of justice. It's actually a pretty familiar pattern with these investigations. We end up investigating the investigation before we ever get to the core matter. That is Politico Global Editor-in-Chief John Harris. It's 418. Traffic and weather on the 8s. Back to Carlos Ramirez in the Traffic Center. Thanks so much, and I want to say thank you to all the listeners for giving us such great information this afternoon. If you're headed northbound on I-95, listener tells me about an accident scene on the ramp that takes you to Maryland 198. It looks like uh, the crash itself is on the ramp that takes you towards westbound 198. Now, it seemed like, according to the listener, that that ramp was completely shut down. Looking at the camera, it looks like that may have been the case for a few moments. Traffic is slowly squeezing by on the right shoulder to take that exit. Now, if you're on the access road as it is, take it nice and slowly because it looks like a lot of that activity is sitting in that gore area. You've got plenty of room to get by. Just do so with much care. If you're making your way on the BW Parkway, slow in either direction near 198 as well, but no crashes at this time. If you're making your way on the inner loop of the Beltway down in Virginia, heard about the crash right by 50, just north of 50. In fact, it was an accident scene caused by some debris that was in the roadway earlier. Point is now two right lanes blocked with delays back towards the Little River Turnpike. Northbound I-95, two separate crashes. First, you'll see it right past the Stafford exit, left side blocked, and then you're stuck in delays from Aquia all the way up towards 234, where you will be getting by single file over on the right. Real quick, as you head into the city, you're jammed up from the Pentagon all the way across the 14th Street Bridge towards the 3rd Street Tunnel. No reports of crashes just yet. Westbound 66 officially opened, but now we're seeing delays on the east Bound, inbound side headed towards the Ro- uh, Roosevelt Bridge. Unclear if that's a crash. Finally, 29 southbound headed down towards Vint Hill. Earlier crash had all lanes shut down after Riley Road. Looks like that has officially reopened. Carlos Ramirez, WTOP Traffic. And let's get a check on the forecast with 7 News First Alert Chief Meteorologist Veronica Johnson. Veronica, we finally see a little bit of blue skies outside WTOP Studios here. And that has been so nice after such dreary weather over the last couple of days. Sunshine been playing a little bit of peekaboo with us uh, throughout the day, at least the afternoon here. But uh, we are going to see a mixture of clouds and sunshine here till the sun sets. And then we'll turn back to mostly cloudy skies for the evening, for the overnight. Temperature-wise, 45 to 53 for the evening. A little colder by morning, 38 to 46 degrees. And about 10 degrees down for tomorrow afternoon, 47 to 51 degrees. 
degrees. The cool coming with more clouds and some scattered showers tomorrow. Listen, not going to be much rain on what has been a pretty wet month for us here. We're going to see scattered showers between 2 p.m. and 10 p.m. moving from west to east. If I had to say the hours that will carry most of the rain, it would be between about 5 and 9 p.m. tomorrow, getting about a tenth to maybe a quarter of an inch of rain. And then on Saturday, Sunday, you're looking at mostly sunny to partly sunny skies. Temperatures will be right around 50 degrees as we ring in the new year. 40 degrees at midnight, dropping to the upper 30s. So it is going to be a little on the chilly to cold side, but at least it's going to be dry for 2024 starting. 55 degrees right now in Rockville, Maryland, Aspen Hill 2, Lorton, Virginia, coming in at 59, Springfield, Virginia, 57 degrees. Okay, thank you, Veronica. Coming up on WTOP. How some are saying good riddance to 2023. I'm John Doman. It's 421. Sometimes when it rains, it pours. Let WEPA be your umbrella and protect you when times get rough. WEPA offers both group term life and short term disability insurance to help protect your family in any circumstance. Have confidence knowing that WEPA is there to help weather any storm. Visit WAEPA.org to learn more. WEPA for Feds by Feds. If you have unfiled taxes or are in debt to the IRS, this is important news. The IRS just rolled out a new program to help struggling taxpayers more easily resolve their tax problems. It's called the Taxpayer Relief Initiative, and it opens up powerful new options for people looking to get back on the right track with the IRS. And no one knows this program like the professionals at Optima Tax Relief, America's most trusted tax resolution company. They've resolved over $1 billion in tax debt for their clients and have the expertise and experience to help you. One easy call to Optima can start the process, helping to put an end to your worries of wage garnishment, asset seizure, and other aggressive IRS actions. Make today the beginning of your fresh start with the IRS. Call the experts at Optima Tax Relief now for your free confidential consultation. Call 800-893-4133. That's 800-893-4133. 800-893-4133. Optima Tax Relief. Some restrictions apply. For complete details, please visit OptimaTaxRelief.com. Hi, it's Julie Olabongi. And Tony Perkins from News 4 Today. And the best part of our morning is you. We love hearing why more of you wake up with News 4 Today. This is the team that helps me rise and shine. The energy that you guys, it comes through the TV. The banter, the humor. Yes, um, I don't want anything else but town of fools. Oh, my family. You so and you're a part of our family, too. Join us for News 4 Today on NBC4 weekday morning starting at 4 a.m. We're working for you. Listening to WTOP News. It's 423. The city of Falls Church is getting a new police chief. He is Sharam Fard, who's going to take over the role on January 22nd. Fard comes to Falls Church from the Alexandria Sheriff's Office, where he's the chief deputy right now. Falls Church began a national search for a new chief when the current chief, Mary Garvin, announced in September that she would retire in January after more than 16 years with that department. An 87-year-old man known as Mr. Reston is being remembered by his family. Peter McCandless was crossing the Reston Parkway near Market Street Tuesday when a car crashed into him. NBC4 spoke with his son, Chris McCandless, who says his father was involved in the development of the Northern Virginia community. Reston was born in April of 64, and, and Dad was uh, uh, in on the ground floor of that, uh, mainly from a uh, promotional standpoint. Fairfax County Police say McCandless was crossing on the crosswalk, but the walk signal was not on. 
Police say the driver did stay at the scene. New Year's Day is coming soon. Today, December 28th, is known as Good Riddance Day. This is the day that whatever left a bad taste in your mouth this year, whether it was a bad job, a bad breakup, or 